really going to focus on the what and the why. Because if you're sitting there and you're feeling like, you know, maybe COVID changed it or you've always felt this way, that there's a burning in your gut to travel and you just don't know really know why, really connecting to this podcast because it, it might actually trigger something that allows you to align that what and why and then the how we can teach you later. Yeah, I'm so glad you actually brought that up because that's, so, that's like such a good point. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, this week's show is supported by Traveler School, which is our online course for healthcare travelers. And doors are open. We are currently in a launch, which means we are offering a special coupon code for our listeners. The coupon code is GAPT Travel, two P's, GAPT Travel. And when you put that code in, you will get a discount. If you're wondering what Traveler School is, I'm gonna tell you. So Traveler School is our online course for travelers and basically it walks you through everything you need to know about healthcare traveling step-by-step, lesson-by-lesson in a very clean, streamlined, organized way so you can learn efficiently, fast, and have fun while you're learning because I feel like we're a good time. Yeah, and it's something that we really wanted when we first started traveling, so it's something that we created. And it's for the person that literally doesn't want to search the Googles or search YouTube and try to piece together all of the you know, different information that's out there. It's for people that really want that streamline to the point, want to learn everything, want to be supported and mentored by people that have been there and done that so they can basically learn all the things they need to learn and start living the beautiful life that we get to live as travelers. And that is why we created it. And that's why you need to get in there. I love that. It's literally designed to push play Sit on, the, sit on the couch with a glass of wine and a notebook and have fun and learn about travel and prepare yourself so you feel confident and excited and ready to take the jump. Everything you need in one place, start to finish in chronological order. It is amazing. It's what we wanted, like we said. And so you can get in, go to kevinarong.com forward slash T school and put coupon code in gapped travel at checkout and you will automatically get a discount and we also have payment plans available so go check that out don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions welcome back to this week's episode of the gap travel podcast we are your hosts kim and aaron This is a special week because we are launching Traveler School. It is ramping back up, which is super exciting for healthcare travelers. And so we wanted to do this special episode for you. And as we mentioned in the little preview before the episode came on, we're offering a special coupon code, GAPT Travel. And so you can use that coupon code. You just plug it in when you're checking out. You just type in in GAPT Travel. GAPT Travel. (laughs) GAPT Travel. In the discount uh, box, and it'll automatically give you a discount, and that coupon code will be good until Labor Day, which is September 7th. Yep. Yeah. So with that, that is our special for you listeners out there. Um, we also just did this uh, this actual, I guess you call it a training or even the episode in our Facebook group um, live, which was a lot of fun. So It's fun, and we answer questions and um, just kind of get into it. So if you are 
not a part of our Facebook group. We have a group for healthcare travelers where we have tons of trainings already in there and great questions and all. It's just a great community to connect with other healthcare travelers. It's definitely a different vibe of this because you're live and you're like seeing people and they're asking questions yeah. while you're talking and it, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. Well, and I think that's why we wanted to do a podcast episode too, even though it's similar um, Style. like topics. Yeah. Podcast is like our conversational flow is very different here than it is on the live. So you're kind of getting two different elements of it and we go into two different areas. So you're always going to pull new stuff away from each thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyways, the name of the Facebook group is Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. So you can go check that out. Just click the videos uh, section of the Facebook group and that will be the first video that comes up. That's the most recent training and there's also tons of other trainings you can dive into too. So Without Absolutely. further ado. I know. So one thing is obviously the healthcare traveler market, um, you know, was affected by COVID and there's been a lot of ups and downs, but, you know, seeing the spike starting to come back up, we got really excited about it. And so, you know, this, as Mel Robbins said, the great pause of Corona um, really allowed us to take a step back. And as you've seen, you know, with this podcast, uh, we've, we're extremely passionate about healthcare traveling, but the main passion of it is what this life can actually do for your own life like the direction it can steer you in well yeah being a traveler is it gives you this really unique opportunity and it's a really unique lifestyle it's really fun and different from working a traditional full-time job and so that's what we really wanted to dive into on this episode is speaking about the lifestyle like how healthcare traveling can help facilitate a different way of living and lifestyle moving forward. And so we want to focus on taking time off. So the freedom to work less and have more time off to travel or to work on other things. We want to talk about the financial freedom that this opportunity gives us, paying off debt, saving money. Like there's honestly, we have such, um, what am I trying to say? Yeah. Like a really cool opportunity to pay shit off very quickly Mm -hmm. in what we do. So we want to talk about that. And then the last thing we want to talk about as far as lifestyle goes is how we can use this as a way to downsize and simplify our life, which will really set us up for, you know, having more freedom in the future. That was a huge thing for us. Yeah. And so as you know, for all of you that have been listening to this podcast, and especially for all of you that listen to the podcast and are in our Facebook group, you know that Kim and I have done a lot of logistical trainings, meaning the ins and outs of what you need to know as a traveler and bill rates and finding your own housing and working with recruiters. All of those things are great. But with this training, we really wanted to focus on exactly what Kim said, because that's really what we're excited about. And as I briefly mentioned, you know, the direction of this podcast has been going towards focusing on people that are using traveling to take longer periods of time off to go travel and the inspiration that comes from that. And that, you know, we as healthcare travelers have the benefit that most nine to fivers don't have because we get to pick when we, when we want to work and when we don't. And just what that life opens up for you. Yeah. So if you want to learn the logistical stuff, that's why, again, we created Traveler School, which is our course for travelers that literally walks you through everything there is to know, all the logistical stuff, right? 
So we're going to put that on the back burner, right? Because learning all of that stuff is an awesome way to help facilitate you moving forward as a traveler, feeling more confident, feeling more prepared, understanding money and negotiations and how to set yourself up for life on the road, all of that, right? That's all super important. So the logistical package we want to put on the back burner for this particular episode and talk about once you do, once you get started, how you can really maximize the lifestyle. But I also just thought of this because, you know, one thing that's to Kim and I's core belief um, is when you understand the what and the why, the how just falls into place. And so the logistical stuff is the how. But this is really going to focus on the what and the why. Because if you're sitting there and you're feeling like, you know, maybe COVID changed it or you've always felt this way, that there's a burning in your gut to travel and you just don't know really know why, really connecting to this podcast because it, it might actually trigger something that allows you to align that what and why and then the how we can teach you later. Yeah, I'm so glad you actually brought that up because that's so that's like such a good point. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so I think You're that'll so cat- think that'll catapult us yeah. into. Here's the thing: we use traveling as a way to really start over, to reboot our lives, to change our lives. We knew we wanted something different, and traveling gave us this pathway to be able to do things differently and to change the way that we had been living our lives. So if you are new to the podcast, we, episode two, we... (laughs) Way back in the day. That's insane. But we tell our whole story of why we got into traveling, how we got into traveling, all of the details of that situation. Um, So check that out. But we basically use traveling as a way to downsize, pay off debts, take more time off, travel the world. I mean, so we've been traveling for the last eight years. In those last eight years, we have done all of those things. Mm -hmm. We have went from, you know, not being able to take any time off, you know, two weeks off a year. Struggling to pay our bills. Being broke AF, Mm -hmm. having zero savings, having a house, having all this stuff, right? Doing that whole thing, working our butts off all the time to paying off debts, saving money. And again, this has been eight years. We didn't just like do this in our first contract, right? Right. It took time. It took a plan. It took intention. But over the eight years, we've been able to completely change our lives where we've started business. We've started um, multiple businesses, multiple businesses, you know, taking six months off to travel, gearing up to take a year off to travel, pay off debts, all of the things. Paid off debts more than once. Oh, and okay, another episode. I feel like I'm just like go back and listen to this episode. But we share um, in ep- what is it, episode seven, mm-hmm. our full story of how we paid off over thirty thousand dollars of debt. And also saved over $30,000, like, in the same contract, basically. So, anyways, if you want to hear our whole debt story, go back and listen to episode 7. Because that we get really into uh, details and get Mm -hmm. super specific with that, too. So, Mm -hmm. go check that out. So, the first topic that we're going to talk about that I'm actually really excited about, because when we were kind of, you know, taking notes and, and going over this, you know, this has been a very big thing for us and it allowed us down the road to feel so free and be free, but it didn't come as it was intended right away. It just kind of was a natural progression through traveling and that is downsizing. And I think if you really want to set your life up to be free, to travel more, to take more time off, um, just to feel easy going from contract to contract, downsizing is such a benefit and it comes along with the lifestyle of a healthcare traveler. 
Yeah, and I think it's cool because as a culture, like as a society, I think more and more, especially especially like our generation, like and the, the millennial 30s, generation. Yeah. I feel like we're leaning into a more simple way of living. We're wanting to downsize. Whether you're a healthcare traveler or not, I think a lot of people are just wanting to downsize and live with less, live more simply so that they have more time and money, right? Because downsizing is about, you know, the things that you have, but also, you know, money and debts and things like that, which that's another section we're going to get into later in the episode. But really using healthcare traveling as an opportunity to downsize your life. Your physical life. You literally don't have a choice. No, you don't. And well you don't. But you do, I guess you do. Like you Not you really. and I you and I have done it both ways and we realize the the latter is extremely exhausting. Okay, well like as just like a brief like, you know, backstory. Go to listen to episode yeah, nine. Go to no, listen, yeah. <laughs> We do have an episode on it. I don't know which episode it is. Um, But when we first started, you know, we went from, we lived in a four-bedroom home, right? So we had to take everything that we had in our four-bedroom home and downsize that into a storage unit. A big one. (laughs) Which is like, honestly, can I just say, like, side note, if you're going to take stuff and put it in storage, make sure... It's worth it. Like, really think it through because most of the time when you come back, like, depending on how long you're going to be gone, but we came back years later and we opened up the storage unit and it was like this huge, massive television that's like, has like the thick back. Like, you never, you couldn't even give that away now if you wanted to. And like black lacquer furniture, just like stuff that I'm like, why on earth would I waste the time and space of like storing this, well, right? And, and you, the money. And I think you said it really clearly at the beginning, and we've seen this with people that are on YouTube that travel a long period of time. If you're just going for like a month or two, then, you know, whatever, That's put your different. stuff in storage. Yeah. But if you know that you're going for the long haul, you will lose connection to that stuff. Yeah. You will grow, you will, you know, your taste will change, and you're going to come back and be like, why did we pay all the money to store this? Right. Yeah. So that's like if we could talk to you in the future. Yeah. Just think it through. Right. Make sure you want to hold on to that black lacquer gold (laughs) furniture. Okay. Because we had to come back and go through that again and downsize even more. But so we started from the house to the storage unit. Okay. With the black lacquer furniture. And then for our first travel assignment, we had a truck. Aaron had a pickup truck. I had a massive vehicle. And he towed my car, and both cars were completely filled to the brim with, like, we packed in as much as we possibly could. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how my truck even made it. It, I mean, it it was crazy. We, like, rolled backwards down the Smoky Mountains because... I thought, oh, my gosh, we have to go through the Smoky Mountains, and what if we go out west where we have to go through the Rockies? There's no way we're going to make it. And we had no brakes. Like, oh, yeah. We were a nightmare My brake fluid wheels. actually went out because I used them so much just to get down the hill. I mean, we were a mess. And, and I tell this story, and it's just, like, it puts it into perspective of, like, literally we had a blow-up Santa, like, hanging <laughs> down, like, outside of the window as we're flying down the Smoky Mountains with absolutely no brakes. And it just, like, puts that in perspective of, like, the things that we brought with us. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we we didn't have the bullet stand, but we had, like, a full bin of Christmas stuff. We did. Like, we were out of control, but that's where we started, right? And so from there, then we went and we are like, this is a pain in the ass every time we're moving. I mean, it took us, like, hours to, mm-hmm. like, move all this stuff in. Like a full day. 
And so then we downsize even more and more and more and more and the story goes on and now everything we own literally fits inside of our Jeep. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know on the way out here or to Florida from California, we had a roof bag that had all of our clothes in it and that was stolen. Mm -hmm. So that was a really (laughs) easy way to downsize because we basically lost all of that. And now we just have a couple suitcases and that's it. Yeah. And I think the, the long term of that is, again, we were talking about it just recently and because we've downsized so much, everything fits in our Jeep. It doesn't matter where we are. We are able to pull into an airport, take a long time off, and park our vehicle with everything we own in the Jeep. And when we went to New Zealand just before COVID you know, ramped up, we literally had everything we owned in the Jeep. We parked it in a long-term parking lot, and off we went. And yeah. it was so easy, so amazing, because if you had to think, like, how do we get from California to Florida to drop off all of our stuff and we have to get, you know, massive vehicles or rent a U-Haul or, or stuff like that. Those logistics just make things a lot more difficult and it's a lot less freeing. Yeah, it's just easy to get in and out, right? Easy to get in and out when you only have a few things. And if you're a traveler, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably a traveler who wants to have adventures and take time off and travel the world and like take time off in between contracts and all of that. And so thinking, you know, in the future, right? If I could talk to myself, you know, back when I was loading up the cars with the Christmas gear, right? <laughs> well, that I, was all me. Yeah, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. You are the pack rat. I literally could just no, live okay, in a we're not going to, oh, bullshit. Like, it, the pack rat part, like, that was a little extreme. I am a Christmas freak, and I thought, if I'm going to bring something from home to make me feel at home, I want to be able to decorate for Christmas. I know, but like so, having anyway. the whole town. It, Let me it, just plead my case. Okay? It was a hot mess. It okay. Was. What was I saying? Because now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, it's just, I would say like, you you don't need that, right? <laughs> Great point. <laughs> I think we established that. You don't need it. Put it back. But no, <laughs> Put it you, back. if you do want to take time off in between contracts, how nice is it to know that you know, you're in San Francisco, you're ending a contract, you can just scoot on over to the airport with your suitcase, take off for a month or two and go somewhere cool and then come back. Like, just keep it easy for Keep it easy. Well, and not only having to not get a U-Haul, but we didn't even have to keep our rent at our place. So that was extra money that we weren't just paying out to store our stuff mm-hmm. for when we got home. Right. Which is a huge benefit as well. 100%. So... We travel very lightly. We we do have an episode on oh my this gosh. Know about what to pack. Like, Because yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things that come up when you first get started is like, what do you bring? Right? Because you do have to bring some stuff. Like we do have one bin that has all of our kitchen stuff and then we have our clothes. And so, yes, you do have to bring stuff, but just pack it down. Be super intentional. Ask yourself, what do I actually use? What do I really need? And really just bring that stuff and you're going to be fine. If you need something, you can pick it up along the way. Um, that's just like such a huge freedom is to travel as simply as possible, mm-hmm. honestly. So if traveling is your main goal of taking extended amount of time off, having the, having the freedom, now you've downsized. What is another thing that you need to travel freely and not work all the time? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Money. Oh, wow. You can't travel for free? I'm so smart. I wish. I know. (laughs) Trying to figure that out. That's like my dream job. I know. You know anyone. Um, No, we make more money as travelers. Like, 
we have, we do, most of us do. Like, we just do, depending on your modality. But And where you're from originally. Yeah, but that's one of the huge perks, and that's why a lot of us get into traveling, is because we do make more money, and so it's easier to set ourselves up for that financial freedom, right? So paying off our debts, that's huge. Paying off student loans, saving money to travel, all of that is a lot easier to do as a traveler than working full-time, at least in our opinion. All we can do is share our story and our experience. And for us, we could barely even save $100 a month, right? Let alone $30,000 in a matter of a couple of months. So it it has been a total game changer for us financially since we started traveling. And it's such a perk. And so if you can be smart and come up with a game plan and really set yourself up to start getting your financial house in order, it's a really great way to, uh, traveling's a great way to be able to do that faster. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of travelers, there's tons of stories out there. It's not just our story of, you know, overdrafting our account for pizza when we were working full time and, and had these great jobs. There's stories of tons of travelers out there that have literally paid off six figures in student loan debt within their time of traveling. So it is extremely possible it's doable. It does take effort, just like anything good in this world. It takes effort to to accomplish something um, that you really want. But it is so possible, and it's and it's. I want to say like because it goes back to like what we just said too about like living simply. So yes, saving more money and paying off debts is easier when you're a traveler if you are intentional with it. So we made conscious decisions to try to find a really cheap place to live, right? If we rented furniture, okay, what's the most basic? Like we need a couch, we need a bed. Maybe a dresser. Yeah, so it's like you have to really be mindful of that. Of course you can be a traveler and spend a shit ton of money and stay in expensive Airbnbs and, you know, or take company housing or do all those things. Fly everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, you're not going to be able to save as much money. So I think you have to be very intentional. And if you are, there are definitely ways to save a lot of money as a traveler. Well, and that's what I was going to say, almost shameless plug, but it is, you know, traveler school launch week, um, but, or enrollment week, I guess we call it. But it's, you know, obviously we do make more money as a traveler, but there are skills to learn and how to do that. And just like Kim said, the more that you have the company pay for, the less money you make. And so the more you can do on your own, the more money you make. And so that's like, it's hard not to talk about the more money as a traveler without getting into a little bit of logistical, but... Um, so I kind of want to shy away from, from going down that route of the, the tips to make more money. That's what traveler school is for. And that's also, you know, the people that want to accelerate and learn all that, that they need to learn right away so they can start saving more money right out the gate. That's why we created what we did. And this episode is not about that. Well, I think one just like tangible tip is one way that we saved a shit ton of money is through finding our own housing. I think, you know, that's huge. It does take a little bit more time. It does take a little bit more effort. We have a whole module on this Inside Traveler School, um, actually, where we walk you through step by step how we've been able to save, you know, 60 plus thousand dollars. In just the housing side. In just housing. So that's a huge way, but it does take work and effort and all of that. But there are ways to do this. And I think healthcare traveling is such a great way to set yourself up for financial freedom in the future. And also the downsizing step number one the less you have, usually the less, you know, overhead you're going to have. And it all just becomes so much easier. Yeah. And I think the last topic that I want to touch <laughs> on within this realm of making more money is like Kim said, as you're going to new towns, as you're going to new places, as you're traveling across the country, 
you know, Kim and I have been every sort of traveler there is. We've been the, um, what I like to call the, um, the rap video traveler, um, where we literally, every Friday night I got off work, I ran home as fast as I could to change my clothes, and we went and explored the town, and then on Friday night, and then Saturday, we'd go watch college football, and, and drink beer, and eat wings, and then on Sunday, we would... Those were the days, We would bro. watch NFL football, and then get on the train, and ride it to the airport, and ask if we could you know, get the cheapest flight out and I'm not going to work on Monday. And we never actually did that. We did go to the we airport. Tried. We, we tried. We tried. But the lady, I'm surprised she didn't throw us out with security when we roll up half drunk and... <laughs> then we fell asleep in the bar and we're like, maybe we, we should We fell asleep go. on the train ride home. Right, but remember we were in the bar and we like put our heads down and we're like, yeah. okay, I feel like it's time to go we home. We literally sat at the bar and tried to contemplate where we could fly out <laughs> as the cheapest way. And the lady was like, you have to have a ticket somewhere. You have to have a destination in mind. Anyway... We've been the rap video um, travelers, and then we became the really conscientious travelers where we were saving, 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 and then we spent our money on a European cruise, and then had to work, 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 work. Best decision of my life. Was it? No. Because you said you would redo that again. No, I wouldn't do a cruise. I wouldn't do a cruise. I would, I mean, we've, we're going on a tangent. I think we just talked about this, didn't we? I think we have a podcast episode (laughs) on this. We have a lot of great podcasts, you guys. Go check them out. And sh- share it with your friends. Just binge listen. No, but we did a cruise, and we're going on a tangent here, but it was, I had always dreamed of going to Italy. Like, that was my dream in life. Like, I came out of the womb, like, oh like saying Ciao Bella. Like, I, oh that's all God. I wanted. And so, the first, you know, contract I took, I'm like, we're, we're saving all this money. We're doing nothing. We're saving every penny so we can go to Europe. And I wasn't, like, a seasoned traveler at that point. We had never taken a big international trip besides, like, the Caribbean. And so I thought, oh, a cruise is going to be the best way to do that. Long story short, we spent, like, over $10,000. And we had an amazing... Almost close to twenty. No, it wasn't no? that. No. We spent over 10000 It was oh, not yeah. anywhere That's true. close You're right. to twenty. Yeah, I was what like... Fucking talking about. <laughs> it seemed like it. it seemed um, like everywhere we were turning, we were spending big money. Well, we did. I mean, ten thousand dollars is a lot of money. We were gone for two weeks, right? So oh, that's right. It was all the excursions and all the extra stuff, and yeah, we got to go and see a lot of cool places. But I was like, now knowing what I know and being a much more seasoned traveler, I would have taken that ten thousand dollars and still gone to Europe, but did more of like a budget backpacker traveler thing, and we could have been gone for like months You're and right. months and months, which is so crazy but we didn't know that was even a thing so right. we talked about this on our what kind of traveler are you that's, that's the episode true. yeah okay, go on. but no and i mean and, and then to be just, i don't know what the point of that well to catapult on that i was just saying that we've been all sorts of travelers so you know and then when we did save for that cruise we were saving so much that kim and i were we were right next to milwaukee and never went and explored milwaukee we um only went to chicago like once and it was a train ride away like there was a lot of things that we could have done cheaply and still experienced, a, you know, where we were. And so we had looked back and said, man, we wish we would have went to Milwaukee, but we saved every penny. So we locked ourselves in the house and really didn't do much during that contract. And so then that's when we came back and went to San Francisco and started exploring. And then we became ones that we saved to pay off debt. So we've yep. gone through all of the... All of the phases. But I think it, it's just, if you're going to have... If you're going to plan to pay off debt, you got to get, you have to have a plan, right? You have to have a really specific plan and you do have to cut out other things. Like Aaron said, like when we were planning to go to Europe, that wasn't, you know, we were saving for something. So we had to make choices of like, 
are we going to go spend a couple hundred bucks in Chicago this weekend or are we going to put that towards our European trip, right? So you do have to make decisions. When we were paying off our credit card debt last year, you know, we had over $30,000 in credit card debt and we really had to get a plan. And so we laid out all of our debts. And then for us, you know, just real quick, because we talk about this in like the debt episode, but just if you're listening, just like a quick tip that really helped us, I think, is we we, re, we uh, laid out all of our debts and then we just started paying off the the smallest amount and working our way up because it gave us that momentum to be like, okay, one's down, you know, yeah. five more to go. But it was like, it felt good just to see the balances go to zero. And then we were like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And every week we had a plan. We knew how much money we made every week. We knew what our bills were. And then every single week we put a, a specific amount on a credit card and there was no discussion about it. It was, it, we treated it just like any other bill, like an electric bill. It's like, you know, it's a guaranteed thousand bucks has got to go on this credit card, you yeah. know? And I think one thing that I really like from our, you know, couple times of paying off debt is this was the time that we didn't strap ourselves so low that we couldn't go experience where we were. So that was also getting very clear of, you know, we do want to go out to eat and we do want to go out with the people that we work with and, and you know, grow in, in the friendships that are there and really go explore the beauty that we are around as travelers. And so we allotted some money that we knew that we could spend. And I think after we did our debt episode, a lot of people wrote into us and said that we were doing the Dave Ramsey method, which we had never really looked yeah. at. Um, I think he stole it from us. <laughs> I'd like to think so, but... Um, but yeah, so just getting really super clear. Um, I wanted to say something to what okay. you just said. So I like that you brought that up because it is having a realistic plan, like realistic for you. So like don't overshoot it because then you get discouraged. So if I say we're putting $1,000 a week and I'm just throwing this number out there randomly, like that's a lot of money. Like if you can save a thousand bucks a week, like that's awesome. Um, but anyways, and that means that I only have $50 to spend for the rest of the week and I know I'm always going to go over that, like that's not realistic, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to set yourself up to be disappointed or to have to keep like transferring back and forth. Or you use your credit card again because you overextended yourself and then you're just... We're speaking from experience, people, okay? Like we have done like... We're like, we we work really hard and we need to go out to eat, but yet we strapped ourselves like 50 bucks to go out to eat. So then what do we do? We pull out our credit card and put the dinner on it because it's only 100 but we paid a thousand like it's like right back into yeah. it and so have that realistic plan i think that's like what we learned from being in wisconsin and being like we're saving every penny to go towards this trip to being more realistic of like no we know we want to go and do certain things so instead of the thousand dollars we're going to save 700 because that gives us that buffer and we know that's more realistic for our lifestyle but also knowing that i feel like i'm being a dead horse here but i think it's also important to know that when you are trying to plan for a trip or pay off debt or pay off student loans you have to be really intentional with how you're spending your money. So that might mean we don't go out, you know, twice a week and, and have dinner and, and go out and, and spend all this money. We do have to cut things out in order to really make a dent towards our goals and what we want to do. And so we're very clear and specific about what we need to let go of to save more money and also what we um, still want to experience in our life to some extent so that we can enjoy the process well, as well. And I think it leads into the beginning of the show when I said, know your what and your why first and your how comes later. Because you know that's a big Tony Robbins saying. You hear it all the time now, but we really connect with that because 
even though we were paying off debt and we weren't putting this money into savings right away, when we know that we were like, man, if we could have put 30000 in savings right off the bat, how awesome would that feel? But just being free of that debt was a feeling that like, I don't know, it was transformative this last time um, because we were not only able to pay off that 30000 but we were able to start saving because we still had room left to work. Yeah. Um, and so with that being said, when you do go into work, I am a sucker for walking in for the day and looking at the board of like the patients that I have for the day. And if there's a lull in the afternoon, I've already said in my head that I'm going home and because I would rather be at home than at work. And I think a lot of you know times when that would happen, when we we're paying off debt, I was excited to stay at work. Mm-hmm. I would find things to do because I knew every minute I worked was paying off that debt faster. And so that what and the why like overpowered my natural feeling for what I wanted to do. And then the how came because my paycheck was higher and it was just, I was able to save more money and I felt better every Friday. Well, having any kind of goal or purpose like that, like it definitely makes it easier. Like Mm -hmm. it was really fun. Like I'm somebody who doesn't love ultrasound. So like going to work is a drag to me. Like I'm like, hate like my job. (laughs) And so, but when I'm like, I'm clocking in because Every dollar I make is going towards paying off this debt because what does that mean? That means that I'm going to have more freedom. I'm going to have less of a burden of that debt on my shoulders. I get to travel more. I can take more time off because I don't have the constant thought of debt and this and that. So like for me, it was exciting because I knew what it was going towards. I knew what that paycheck was going towards. So I was like clocking in just like, let's go, like let's do it. And so it did give more of a purpose and excitement to the work experience because we were working towards a very specific goal and it made it more fun. And the, the last thing I want to say about that is I think it's important to celebrate because it's easy to just put your head down, get in the grind and kind of keep chugging mm, away. I like that. And that's not always sustainable. Like you burn yourself out, especially like, you know, with us, like we'll pick up more call or we'll, you know, like stay later or whatever. Cause we're just in that mind of like every dollar counts, like let's go. But I think it's very important to, when you make that payment, you celebrate it, right? Celebrate it, like, with yourself. That doesn't mean, like, go out and spend, like, a shit ton of money. But it's, like, be like, damn, like, I'm really proud of myself. Like, I committed to, you know, what I said I was going to do. I followed through. I made a big payment. I'm working hard, and it feels so good. And continue to remind yourself of why you're doing this. Like, what are you doing? What what does paying off debt mean for you? Like, what is that going to open up? for you in your future, right? Debt, loans, whatever it is, saving for a trip, but the money you're putting aside, how is that, what is that gonna do for your life and why are you doing it? And keep reminding yourself of like staying in the zone with it. Cause I think feeling good about it and having fun throughout the process and staying excited helps give you momentum to keep you going and keep you uh, focused, yeah. which is important. And I, I wanna add something. Um to this and then we'll kind of wrap up key points and um get out of here i think we've covered we've got our, one more topic covered our to three, talk but about before i before i um get out of the finances thing what i did was you know the first step i took i've always had like an excel spreadsheet mm. and that excel spreadsheet I, I put in the formulas i was very proud of myself it was a way for me to learn excel better um and so it's something i've used for years ever since we started traveling and I've just kind of continued to grow on it and get more, you know, I guess you'd say fine-tuned with it and and more detailed and specific. And so, you know, that 
that Excel spreadsheet allowed Kim and I to see all of our bills and every contract we go to, I update it to the new electric bill, the new cable bill, if we get that, um, what the rent is. And I have everything listed out and then I just input the numbers and it allows me to see based off of my paycheck, how much I have, how much can go. So we can get a realistic plan of based off of what we make every week, anything we make extra just goes either, you know, extra to the credit card or extra into savings um, because we're going to make this this amount of a payment for our credit cards. And so that Excel spreadsheet has been super helpful because it gives you that visual and the realistic plan that you can set. And so I fine-tuned it uh, the other day and we're going to give that to you guys. Um, so if you go into the description below, you'll see a link and then you'll put in your email and we can email it to you. Um, and then you'll just have to make a copy onto your uh, computer. That way you're able to input it, um, all the digits in and it'll, the formulas will work for you because if you just download it, then it's just a view only. So you'll just have to make a copy and then it'll be active for you to use. And then that way you can input all of your stuff and use that Excel spreadsheet, um, to your benefit. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I, 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 he was ex like showing, cause Aaron does our finances. So like he's in charge of the budget. So he does everything. So he was showing it to me and I was like so blown away because I'm all about like specifics and organization. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is insane. I didn't even know that you could like make something like this. Yeah. Like, and that it, you just, you plug it in and it actually like, do, it calculates it for you. So it mm -hmm. makes it so easy. Anyways, it's what we use to pay off all of our debt and how we keep Well, and what organized. we use every week. Yeah, I know. So, so I think that's like so cool. So definitely yeah. I would check that and out. And if you're like a finance major, then you're probably going to look at it and just be like, oh, yeah, duh. But I mean, if it's something that feels overwhelming to you, because we did have people reach out uh, when I was talking about in our debt episode and saying, can you can you give that to us? And I didn't know how to do that. But now I figured that out. So we were like, here's a gift to you for listening. Yeah, you're fucking welcome. All right, let's pay off that debt, people. So we and can then when you pay off your more. debt, you can just you know donate it to us. Yeah, <laughs> give us 10%. Um, okay, so the last thing is so we talked about the three things: downsizing, paying off debts, getting financially free, and the last thing is obviously is we get to work when we want and take off when we want, which honestly is the driving force for us and why we've been traveling for eight years. Like we've been nomadic for eight years. We were just talking about this, which is kind of crazy, but it's because we have so much freedom to work when we want and take off when we want. And we went from working full time to hardly being able to take two weeks in a row off mm -hmm. to go do something. Right. Which again, if you really think about that, how jacked up is that? Like how crazy is that? It's like, that thought, like who came up with that, you know, of you work your butt off all week, all year, and you get so excited for like your two weeks in like, you know, Bahamas, and then you come back and it's right into the grind again for another year. I mean, it's insane. Well, not only how backwards is it that we get two weeks, how backwards is it that our, our lingo within each other has like almost like been the cool thing to say of like I haven't taken time off in five years and I think that dialect is changing uh yeah now thank god because I I look at that and I'm like I'm sorry 
Like, like that's awful. People like, actually say that. Are in you a, okay? A bragging way, yeah. Okay. And I'll be like, "What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah. you need to take time off right now. Like, just leave. Like, yeah. get out of here and don't come back for three I'm months." I'm paying off debt, so I'll cover your shift. Yeah, <laughs> I know it really does. They say it like, "Well, I haven't taken off in years," and I'm like, "You're a bad shit, crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that's what's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, like seriously, like, take time. That's why you're so angry and aggressive and." Honestly, since we've been traveling and we've taken more time, like, it's time I always dreamed and wished that I could have had and I never knew it was possible until we started traveling. And that time, not just, like, to travel, but just that time that we've had to, like, live our lives, to have conversations, to explore, like, different passions without always feeling so rushed in the daily grind has changed our entire lives. And I think it's the coolest thing that we have as healthcare travelers, contract workers, is that we really do get to kind of pick and choose how our year is going to look as far as working versus time off. Well, and I think that's why I feel that this podcast is so important. And if you haven't heard our through line to this, but in order to do that, you have to have things set up. This isn't something that you just start traveling and and yeah, you could pick and choose your your time off, but if you don't have the financial setup and the savings and not having tons of debt and not having a lot of things, it's going to be a lot harder to take even three or four weeks off in between contracts because it's like, man, I'm running out of money and I got to get to a contract and I got to work. And I think, you know, Kim and I starting that way and traveling led to a very quick early traveler burnout. And that happens a lot. And I was just talking to somebody about it. Um, And so with Kim and I seeing that like this sucks, like when we feel this burnout, And then we're like, we don't want to travel anymore, but it's not that we didn't want to travel. We just didn't want to have to go back to back to back to back to back to back and moving all the time and and doing all the things you need to do because that can get overwhelming. So we said, what can we do to set up our lives so that we don't have to rush into a contract right away? And that gives us even that breathing room of taking two weeks off, three weeks off in between a contract and not going on a travel vacation and allowing us to plan for those to take an entire year off has really been the changing factor yeah. in, in the whole eight years of well, traveling. I, and I think it's like awesome because, like you said, you know, even if you're not planning this huge trip, you are to get from one contract to another, there's usually like a two week gap, right? So it's almost like you're getting your two weeks off, quote unquote, a year just in transitioning to another contract, which is like really funny. Um, but when you don't work, you don't get paid. So that it's all circles back to like, you want to be able to lower your bills as much as possible so that when you are taking time off, it's not that big of a deal, right? Like we used to have so many bills, thousands of dollars every single month. So when we took a month off, we had to cover a shit ton of bills, right? So the goal has always been, how can we lessen our bills as much as possible? So if when we do take time off, which we know we always want to do, how can we not have a bunch of money going out, right? So that was kind of our focus. And again, using this like flip it around, you get to use it as a way to take time off and to travel the world. That's great. But you can also use it as I'm going to plan to take back to back contracts or I'm going to plan to extend my contract because I'm in a mode right now where I'm in a hustle and I'm going to work my ass off to pay off all the things. So then I can schedule some time off. So but the the whole point is you as a traveler get to look at your year 
based on your finances and things you have going on and your own stuff and situation, you get to plan how that year is going to look for you, not asking your manager to take two weeks off. And, and her, do the seniority, you're not going to yeah, get it. Yeah, and her giving you a hard time about it because saying somebody's already submitted for that time. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. No, I know. And I think that that's the cool thing, too, is another little tidbit of knowledge is, you know, if you guys haven't picked it up, we really just want to show you what's possible. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is everybody can look at somebody and be like, well, I can't do that because I travel solo or I can't do that yeah. because they're a couple or I can't do that because, you know, I have this and this and this. And I can't I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But we are here to tell you that we can only teach through our own story and everybody's story is different, but it is possible because we've came, we've come from all spectrums of the travel world. And after eight years, you know, the last couple of years, we finally feel like we figured it out to what fits our lifestyle. And that was all made possible from the decision back in 2012 to start traveling. Yeah. One hundo, bro. One hundo, bro. The last thing I want to say about taking time off, just real quick, because I know people always ask about this, is that... You when like if you take a certain like a, a like a long time off, how does that look on your resume? Like when you do come back to start traveling again to take a contract, how does that work? As far as does it look like bad? A gap in your you resume, have a gap, right? And so, just again from our experience, we haven't had any issues with that. Um, our recruiter will just you know put time off, like traveling, whatever. And we haven't had any issues coming back and finding a job. So I wouldn't worry a whole lot about how that's going to look on a resume because it's honestly like now being able to go out and like travel and have experiences is almost like additional like life experience to your resume, right? Yeah. You know? People actually like it. They're like, you just took this much time off to go travel. Like, that's amazing what you do. It's really cool. But I I will say there is one deeper level that I want to say. And that is Kim and I are extremely comfortable and skilled in our jobs. And so one, I will not take um, after a long period of time off, I will be a little bit more pickier about the contracts that I take. I won't go into a crazy facility that maybe there's like, you know, I I feel in over my head about like I will kind of ease into it and maybe take an easier contract with like something that I'm very proficient in. Um, I I have done it the other way where I went in and, and you know, learn something new, but that was cool because I was learning something new. So it allowed me that opportunity. But, you know, if you're very shaky in your job and you're still kind of learning the ropes and you don't feel super comfortable, then taking an extended amount of time off might not be the right time. Um, But it does not look bad for you as a traveler. And I'll say too, you know, I, when you take a bunch of time off, I think the most amount of time we've taken has been, besides this time has been like, what, six months or so. Actually, that's not true. I've taken like a year because there was a time yeah. that we took like six months off and then you jumped into a contract and I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. That was when I think when we were a in full year. Asia. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, that full year. And then we, no, the full year was, uh, and then we, when I was in Orlando, Jacksonville and Yale, and then we came back um, and I worked in Orlando, then we went to Africa and then you started this last contract. Yeah, I had had an entire year off. And so I definitely felt shaky 
come and I'm, you know, I'm a sonographer, if you don't know. And I definitely felt like shaky on my first couple of scans. Like, oh my gosh, like, where's the liver? Like, what do I do? Things that are like basic. But after a couple of scans and being hands-on, it just came right back to me. You can brush up your skills on YouTube. You can, you know, do... Oh, yeah, you were watching I was so watching many YouTube, videos. I was like, I have to remember everything, you know? And so, anyways, it definitely it takes a little bit of time to come back into it, but you'll find your groove again. So don't worry about that kind of stuff. Total side note, but that's yep, a huge part of good. the whole thing, yep. you know? So basically this kind of sums up what we wanted to chat about when it comes to the lifestyle of a traveler and what's possible like as a way to get excited, you know, as a way to get excited, especially if you haven't started traveling yet. And once the market picks back up, as it continues to pick back up, you're like next year, I'm going to jump in and it's exciting and it's Mm -hmm. fun. And there's so many things that you can utilize in this lifestyle to help set you up for future goals and all the things that you want to do. And so we wanted to share the lifestyle because that's the fun part, right? That's the fun part about traveling. And this is for the travelers who love to travel, who are in it for the adventure. They're signing up for this adventure. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, it literally, you know, I didn't say it at the beginning, but you know, it's something that I've always said. I've probably said it multiple times throughout many episodes of this podcast, but You know, traveling was the one thing that Kim and I could think of that allowed us to hit the reset button on the life that we had created up until 2012. And I think that was the total game changer of being able to, how can we like start from scratch and and align ourselves in the direction that we want to see our future and traveling allowed that to happen. Exactly. Total game changer. So here's the thing. If you've heard us talk about Traveler School a few times throughout this episode, it's our online course for healthcare travelers. It's all the nitty gritty, all the logistical stuff, all the lessons that walk you through step by step, everything you want to know when it comes to how do you get paid the most, negotiating, finding housing, interviewing, resumes, finding the right company, the recruiter, all of those things that you're like, I know I want to travel. I want that lifestyle. It's calling to me. And now I want to really learn all the things to set myself up for success, feel confident and prepared and exciting, excited walking in to this new life. That's what Traveler School is there for you. Once you sign up, you get lifetime access and you can just start binging. It's eight mm-hmm. modules loaded with tons of information and they're all short bite-sized lessons mm-hmm. under the modules. So you can, and they're all specific topics. So super streamlined, organized. Um, and you, get to, you get to watch and maybe a long weekend. This is Labor Day weekend coming up. You could literally watch in three days, four days, maybe what it took us, you know, eight years to yeah. learn. And you can learn it in one weekend. Totally. Which one, is awesome. One hundo bro. So if you're interested, I will put the link to Traveler School in the episode notes. It's com forward slash T school forward slash. And you just use gapped travel and you'll get, um, you'll get a huge discount and we offer a payment plan. So no brainer. Let us know if you have any questions. Y'all are going to love it. We're excited for you to start your traveling adventure and we will see you next week. We will see you next week. And I want to add one thing. Oh my God. We didn't even talk about it, but when you do enroll in traveler school, you also get access to a private Facebook group that has one of the most badass travel communities in there. And it's other people that are in traveler school and have graduated from traveler school. And there has been, you know, lifelong friends made in that group. People travel together. They meet up, they go 
Um, so it just it works in multiple multiple ways, but it's just an amazing community of like-minded people. Thank you for the fart noise during my my talk. I had to go potty. You didn't actually do it. Yes, I did. Okay, well, that'll wrap it up, and we will see you again next week. I'm surprised Kim even got through this. Yo, um, I've, been, little, I've been having a day. It was a little rough, but hey, um, she I, she pulled it together, and I was very, it, it was awesome. I have a five-hour energy. We yep. should ask them to be a sponsor. Oh, yeah. I need my medicine. That's, Kim says, can you go get me my medicine? And I know what she means. I have to go to the gas station and get her a five-hour energy. But It's just good vitamins. Yep, five hour got Kim through this, and now we are off to the next thing. We will see you next week.